on, I want to hear your worship. Come on, let your worship saturate the atmosphere. We pray for you tonight. Oh God. Oh God. Yet they were not the ones to carry on the kingship. What qualifies you to be able to take on this giant, to be able to come face to face with this devil that Jesus has set you up to come face to face with is the oil. You can spend all of your time in gym. You know, I love going to the gym. I think that going to the gym or working out should be a part of every believer's every believer's uh, schedule. I think that this is something that you should do every week. Why? Because you're going to need strength in order to fulfill vision. You cannot be sick and out of shape and think that you're going to fulfill vision. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's unrealistic. And so the Bible says, the Bible says that David's brothers, oh, I was talking about the gym. And so I love going to the gym, but let me tell you something. When you put all of your faith and all of your trust in the physical weights that you lift at the gym, let me tell you something. You are bound to come before some type of spiritual giant and fail because you thought that you were going to take them out with the punch. No, Maybe that ain't how you can't cuss a giant out and think that he's going to fall. You can't punch a giant in your own strength and think that he's going to fall. Come on. The reason why David was able to take him out with a slingshot and a stone. And I want you to understand something. David was ready to take out Goliath and his brothers. He did not gather five smooth stones because he felt, okay, if I missed the first time, I got four more that I can reach in my pocket and get. No, David knew that I'm going to take out Goliath and I'm going to take out the rest of his siblings if they try to come at me. And so the reason why David was successful in doing that is because David had the oil. Come on, I want to stress this again. You can spend all your time getting fit, lifting weight. Come on, you can spend all of your time learning how to max out different weights week by week. But if you are not spending time, spending time nurturing and strengthening your inner man, nurturing and strengthening your spirit, let me tell you something. You're about to come to the other side and you're getting ready to see the thing that has been messing with you, that has been messing with your family, that has been messing with your nation. For some of you that has been coming up against your generation, you're getting ready to come face to face with that thing. And if you have not spent time, if you have not spent time di disciplining yourself, disciplining your spirit, then let me tell you something. This thing is going to come before you in the same way that it taunted David, the same way that it taunted, not David, but David's brothers and Saul is the same way that it's going to taunt you. But I stopped by here to tell somebody today that the 
days of taunting are over. I feel like God has made you ready. The Bible says that Esther was not the only woman that was being considered for the queenship. But the Bible does say that there was a man in the king's courts that took a liking to Esther because the favor of the Lord was upon her because she was the one that God had anointed to get the job done. But the Bible says that before she could go into the office of the queen, the Bible says that she had to soak in oil for 12 months. Come on, some of you have been soaking in oil. You've been soaking in oil for years. And the reason why God had you doing, the reason why God had you doing it, the reason why God took you that route is because when he finally calls your name, you're going to be ready. Come on, it's not just beauty that's gonna cause you to break this generational curse. It's not just your looks. It's not just the way that you talk and your expertise. It's not just your, it's not just your knowledge that is going to break this generational curse. Come on, but it's the oil on your life. Come on, the Bible says that she soaked in oil for 12 months. And when she came before the king, not only was she smelling good, but the Bible says that he saw something about her that he did not see about anybody else. And she was chosen. Come on, some of you better get ready because your name is getting ready to be called. You have been chosen for such a time as this, but I need for you to continue to prepare. Come on, don't you walk up out of this preparation period thinking that you got it, thinking that because you have the intellect and because you have the education and because you have the, uh, the looks that it's going to qualify you for the position. Come on, going back to David's brothers again, Jesse thought that the position was based upon the looks, but it was not the looks that got that got David into it was not the looks that got David into office it was the oil that said he's the one this oil belongs to him I don't know if you guys have ever watched the movie Dr. Strange but there's a part in the first movie where Dr. Strange is learning about other realms and in the movie he enters into this building and in this building it just so happened to have a caged cloak that was caged up in this glass cage and when he got in front of the cloak the cloak it was as if the cloak had its own eyes its own personality when the cloak recognized who he was the cloak broke out of the cage and the cloak the cloak oh my god the cloak rested on dr strange come on some of you better get ready because there is a new cloak that is looking for you that is getting ready to rest on you a cloak of business come on there is a cloak uh, of elevation of promotion that is getting ready to rest on you in this season the bible says that the king he looked at esther and he said you're the one you're the one i'm calling you the bible says that when she oh my god when she came into power she didn't really realize why she had been chosen until she came into power come on let me let me talk to somebody for a moment and just say really briefly to somebody that when you get ready to come into this position I need for you to understand that you are coming into this moment for a reason it is not a coincidence 
It is not for you just to look cute and wear red bottoms and wear the latest fashion. This is what the Bible says. Remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives you the power to get wealth so that he may establish his covenant in the earth. Come on. In other words, he's not putting this level of wealth in your hands just so that you can spend, just so that you can spend money and you can have the latest fashion and the latest car and so that you can have the biggest house on the block. Come on. Although though, there's nothing wrong with those things, but if that's all you think that this cloak is for, then baby, you got it wrong. I need for you to understand that God is wanting to establish something through your life. Come on, with David, God wanted to establish righteousness through him. And the Bible says that David established so much righteousness in Israel that God made a covenant with David. And he said, as long as, long as I say, your sons will always sit on the throne. Come on, God wants to break some things through your life. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Let me get some water. It's not a coincidence because if it was a coincidence and if it was based on looks and if it was based on knowledge, one of David's brothers would have got it. But that wasn't what it was based on. God God chose him. God chose him because there was a lineage that God wanted to birth through him. What does God want to birth through you? Come on, some of you need to start. You need to start making yourself ready. You need to start posturing yourself and getting ready because what God wants to do through you is something major. But it goes back to what I was saying when I first started. Oftentimes, when God tells you to step out and to do something big, it is leading to something. If, oh, my God. The Bible says that the moment that David stepped into office, y'all, the moment that David stepped into the kingship, the Bible says that the Philistines heard about it and they planned an attack. I guess. Oh, Lord. The moment that the Philistines heard about it, they planned an attack. And the Bible says that David, he heard about what they were planning to do and immediately he got into position. Come on, let me tell you something. Where God is getting ready to take you, the places that God is getting ready to elevate you to, I need for you to remain alert. You cannot get caught up in the fact that you've been elevated. You can't get caught up in the excitement of the fact that the promotion, you got the promotion out of all the candidates that came to you. When Joseph was called on by Pharaoh, he did not have time to get emotional because according to scripture, according to history, we know that you never become, you never come before a Pharaoh or come before a king unless you have been summoned. If you just 
showed up before a king or before a pharaoh, it could cost you your life. And so Joseph did not have any time to become emotional. He didn't have any time to become excited. Come on, some of you are a little too excited because I hear the Lord say that you've gotten information that you are being considered for the position. I need for you to begin to start asking yourself, why are they considering you? What is it that you have on your life that the person over this company wants? Why are they calling your name? Because I'm telling you right now, they're not calling your name because you're pretty. They're not calling your name because your hair looks good, because your nails look good. They are calling your name because it is something that you have on your life that brings order. It is something that you have on your life that attracts wealth. It is something that you have on your life that causes everything to make sense. You bring peace to the people around you. And that's the reason why they're calling on you. And so you need, while you are preparing for the queenship, Esther, while you are preparing for the kingship, David, you need to ask yourself, what is it that I have in me that God, that God is saying, that God is calling on? What is it that's, what it is, what is it about my life that God is saying, I need, I need for you to be on the scene now. You're ready now. God, what is it? Let me seek you for it, Father, so that I can be prepared for it. So that when the time comes and you ask me for when you and you ask me to do it, oh boy, because he's getting ready to ask you to do it, getting ready to ask you to do something. When the time comes and you get ready to ask me to do it, Lord. I won't, I won't run away from it. I won't be shocked and, and get scared and run away. When Joseph was called on, he did not have time to fear. He did not have time to get emotional. No, the Bible says that he went and he began to shave. And the Bible says that when he came before Pharaoh, he had to listen. Come on, some of your emotions are going to cause you to miss the assignment. Because when you are emotional, it's hard for you to focus. It's hard for you to concentrate. And if you're anything like me, if my emotions get the best of me, it can cause great anxiety. Come on, I need for you. I need for you to go on a fast. I need for you to begin to start seeking the Lord and saying, okay, God, why is it that you are calling on me in this season? What is it about my life, Father, that you need for the people on my job to see what is it about my life, God, that you need for the people in my nation to hear. Let me prepare. And here's the thing. God won't give you everything. He'll give it to you in part because the Bible says that we prophesy in part. And so he'll give it to you piece by piece, but he'll give you enough information for you to be ready. And so the Bible says that Joseph, he came before Pharaoh. He was not emotional. He was focused enough to hear what Pharaoh needed. Come on, you need more evidence? The Bible says that Daniel and them, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they had already been taken captive by Babylonians. And the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar, along with other men, they chose them to be a part of the king's court. But the Bible says that the favor
favor of the Lord was upon Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. They did not have time to get emotional because here was, here was, uh, here's the way that it went. When Pharaoh wanted something, not Pharaoh, when, when the king wanted something, you had to give it to him. How do you know that, Pastor Chanel? Well, when he first, when he had his first dream, the Bible says that nobody could interpret it. And he went to some of the best men and they did not have an interpretation. And so Nebuchadnezzar's crazy tale was like, I'm going to kill everybody. And Daniel was like, wait a minute. What is it that he needs? And somebody said he needs a dream to be interpreted. And Daniel was like, all right, that's my gift. If you let me go before him, I can interpret his dream. Come on. He did not have time to get emotional. He did not have time to be like, oh my God, nobody else knew the interpretation, but that's my gift. I can do it. Oh my God, they're calling on me. No, 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 no. He, he needed, he needed to get his, his emotions together because if he would not have, if he would not been, have been able to step up to the forefront, he would have caused a bunch of innocent people to die. And so Daniel said, all right, he, all he's got to do is, is tell me the dream. Give me some time and I can interpret it. And the Bible says that Daniel, he not only interpreted one dream, but he interpreted interpreted too. Come on. The Bible says that even when it came to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the Bible says that when their moment came, the reason why the favor of God was on their life, it was not so that people could look at them and compliment them and say, oh, so much favor is on you. No, they were going to be the leading cause of Nebuchadnezzar's eyes coming open and him seeing that there is a a God that answers, oh my, there is a God that will show up in the fire and that will walk with us and that will make sure that none of these elements touches us. The Bible says that he opened up the furnace and when he looked in, he said to his men, he said, I see, I see four men walking around and one of them looks like the son of God. Come on, because of that encounter, Nebuchadnezzar his eyes came open and he realized that there was more than just the God, that he, the deity that he had been serving. He realized that there is a God that not only speaks from the sapphire seals of heaven, but this God will also come down and get involved in our situation and break us up out of places that man has set us into so that we can die. Come on, that same God broke Daniel out of a lion's den. That same God broke the three Hebrew boys up out of a fiery furnace. Come on, you got to begin to ask yourself, why is the favor of the Lord on your life? Why are you the one that's being considered? Because baby, let me tell you again, it is not because of your knowledge only. It is not because of your credentials. So what if you got a doctor before your name? So what if you have alphabets going all behind your name? Nobody cares. In this generation, we want to know, do you have power? Come on, that unsaved boss, when they are being diagnosed with cancer and they're being told they only have one month to live.
live when they call on you to come into their office and pray for them they want to know do you have this power that you say that your god has given you you're up here quoting scriptures telling everybody well god has given us all power over the enemy and nothing by any means shall harm us you're up here telling people that god has put healing in your hands well god's about to put you to the test but i need for you to get your emotions up out of the way because the only reason why god is calling on you is so that you can make him famous oh i'm telling for some of you you're getting ready to come to the other side you're getting ready to see what's been fighting you all alone for some of you you're getting ready to see the bigger picture you're getting ready to see that the oil is upon your life and you better not make no apologies come on i feel like getting real country on today you better not make no apologies for people that will say that i've been here longer than you have well i applied for the position before you had yeah you might have done that baby but the favor of god it ain't on you it's on me and i'm telling you right now when the favor of god comes and hits your life you better know that it is for a reason joseph you better know that it's for a reason esther you better know that it's for a reason daniel you better know that it's for a reason david the oil of the lord is upon you you better know that it's for a reason ruth the oil of the lord is upon your life god wants to birth something through you that's going to break that's going to break systems that's going to break curses god wants to birth something through you that's going to shift a nation some of you bermudian women that's listening on today god wants to birth something through you that is going to shift and shape an entire culture to turn back to the lord come on god wants to birth something through you that is going to cause the fear of the lord to return to his church again god i declare in the name of jesus that our eyes are coming open and we are beginning to realize father why you have called us to the kingdom at such a time as this i declare in the name of jesus as we prepare to become the queen as we prepare god for the kingship as we prepare father to sit in the king's courts i declare in the name of jesus that we would be postured in a way to be used by you because one thing that we understand father that you have called us for such a time as this you have not called us here father to be cute you have not called us here father to rub to rub our position father god in our family's face oh god i thank you father that you are causing us to put on the humility of joseph even though it hurt to get here even though we had to be broken to get here god i thank you father that while we're here we'll recognize father that you have caused the you have called us to be a governor and to save a nation god i thank you father god that our nation will not go under because we are coming into place god i thank you father that our ministry will not go under because we are coming into place i declare that our job will not go under because we are coming into place and so father we posture ourselves at your feet father we position our heart father at your feet father whatever it is father that you want to do with it we give it to you father because we understand that our life is not our own it does not belong to us
us. We do not call the shots. We do not call the shots for our life, Father. We do not determine, Father, what our life is going to look like and how it's going to play out. And so, Father, if you're wanting us to get up and move, Father, we will move. Father, if you're wanting us to apply for the position, Father, we'll begin to start blowing the dust off of our resume today. And we will begin to apply for it. God, if you want us to go after the business, Father, we will begin to start preparing for it now. God, whatever it is that you have assigned for us to do in this season, our answer is yes, Father, we will do it. We will no longer run from this because we recognize, Father God, that whatever it is, Father, that is in front of us, Father, whatever it is that has been blocking our people for long enough, whatever it is, Father, that you are causing, that you are wanting us, Father, to destroy, it is right smack dab in front of us. And so, God, we become like David today and we pick up our slingshot, we pick up our stones and we go into this enemy's face and we declare, how dare you defy the armies of the Lord? We declare to this devil that you we might see you today, but after this slingshot hits your face, after this stone hits your head, the enemy that you see today, you will see no more forever. I announce this over your family. I announce this over your life. The enemy that you see today, the enemy that you've been seeing for years, the enemy of cancer, the enemy of depression, the enemy of suicidal thoughts that you've been seeing running. The enemy of bipolarism, the enemy of schizophrenia, the enemy that you've been seeing go through your, the enemy of murder, the enemy of alcohol addiction, the enemy of drug addiction that you've been seeing following your family free, flowing your family for years, I declare that you are the one that's going to put a stop to it. I declare that you're the one that's going to cast it down. I declare that you're the one that's going to walk over it, cut off its head. I declare that you are the one that is going to behead this enemy, the enemy that you see today, you will see no more forever. I declare that it's done. It finishes with you. I declare that it will Will not pass down to your children. I declare that it will not pass down to your grandchildren. I declare that it will no longer run in your family. It will no longer run in your life. God is setting you free on today. And so I call you into position. I call you into your rightful place. I declare that this is the day that you're going to stand flat foot in the place that God has anointed for you to stand in. In the name of Jesus, my God, I feel prayer. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that you will not back down. I declare that he's not giving you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. In the name of Jesus. Come on, if you were blessed on today, let me see some hearts and likes. Come on, you're about to get to the other side and you're going to discover the whole reason why God put you in the boat. You're about to defeat a thing. In Jesus' name, this thing's about to be revealed to you. <clears throat> in Jesus' name, 
Hallelujah. I love you guys so very much. And I thank you for tuning in. Remember, we're on here every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember, Wednesdays are for women. Woo! Love you guys.